On this episode of the official Do Good Better podcast, Abby and I take a shot at trying to do our own 2020 list best of. It's not really more than three things, but they actually turned out pretty awesome. We talked about our favorite nonprofit podcast. We talked about our favorite event idea that we saw or heard about in 2020 and the biggest challenge that we heard from our nonprofit friends and what you can do to solve them. I think it was a pretty fun uh, way to end a really interesting year. Of course, this brought to you by DonorDoc. Hey, go to DonorDoc.com, please. Would you just go there right now? DonorDoc.com. Click on it. And then go look at a CRM system that is not terrible. I know you're looking at your CRM system right now and saying, oh my God, this is the worst. Well, don't make it the worst. Go make it the best and go click on DonorDoc.com. It is intuitive. It gives you nudges when to uh, get a hold of your donors. And frankly, it is affordable and awesome. And our friend Matt is a great supporter of the official Do Good Better podcast. So go over to DonorDoc.com. Go click on, uh, you know, get a free trial. And then uh, put Do Good Better in uh, in the link. And you get another uh, free month. That means you get a free month trial. And then you get a free month, which means you're only paying for 10 months. This is a sweet deal. Go to DonorDoc.com. They are awesome to us here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Speaking of the podcast, I hope you enjoy it. The last one of 2020. We did it, folks. We're in the clear. 2021, here we come. And hope you enjoyed this episode. Your organization is awesome. But sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, with me today is... Abby Brickner. It's been a minute since we've been. both been in the podcast studio together. Yes. Thank you, Rona, and everything else <laughs> that went on. Uh, by the way, this is our final episode of the year. It is, um, it is New Year's Eve, if you're listening to this live on release day. So I figured what we would do instead of normally we have a question that we would ask or uh, someone would ask us mm-hmm. and we'd give us an answer. I figured today, because everybody, you probably on the internet, a list of the 20, top 20, 20 things that have ever happened. I figured we'd make our own list because we can't, because we're not creative, apparently. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, so I figured we would make our own uh, 2020 list, our favorite things or the things that have popped up a lot. I've written down some questions. I will ask you this time. Oh. I will oh. give my opinion because, oh my you know, God. that okay. brevity is not my strong suit and okay. I can't let it go. However, I thought this would be kind of fun. So, uh, so I have a couple questions that we're going to pose for everybody. And by everybody, I mean Abby on uh, today's podcast on the official. <laughs> not a live studio. Not a live studio. So the first, so the first one I'm going to pose, and you can think about it for a second, because we've done a ton of them. We've done like eighty-seven, eight, a lot of episodes this year. Uh, we're on our second season of the podcast already. I would like to post to you your favorite nonprofit podcast episode that we did this year so far. Favorite episode of the podcast we did this year. I will let you think about it for a second. Remember, silence on a podcast is really unbecoming. That's what you have to sing. It's true. You have to make some sort of singing sounds, like elevator music, while I think. Can I do that? Okay. 
Okay, that was I quick. Think. I didn't. Is it because you didn't <laughs> want to? Because I was like I was plugging my ears. It's because you didn't want me to finish Spanish Fleet. Favorite podcast of the year, Abby, and go yours. I would say it was your episode with Mary Anderson. Mandy. Mandy Anderson, one of the one of the nicest human beings ever, and one of the coolest stories since she and I uh, actually uh, share a cystic fibrosis past together. I probably should have met her and hung out with her years before, mm-hmm. and yet it took a pandemic. Yeah, I thought that was really cool that you guys like talked about that, but I just think her being so open is what yeah. is just like drove me to want to listen to more about and hear more between you two about on the podcast. I think what I, yes, I agree. I think it was, it was interesting that she had more recently opened up after being a, a poster child, mm-hmm. quote, poster child for yeah. the, for the, for cystic fibrosis. I think another one would be, um, I found it fascinating that she harnessed all of her challenges and then created an entire coaching business based on lifting up others and saying, listen, Hey, I can deal with CF my entire life. You can right. get your crap together business. I thought that was just such a cool thing. And I, I, I do like the fact that she is still so um, obsessed with fundraising and helping and giving that. That was really cool. She just comes off as like this confident lady boss that yes. you would never know, you know, her past or her struggles. Yeah. And I think her being like, no, I can still be a lady boss and still, you know, have this past that I carry and I just think it was I just think she has such a cool presence she's so confident and she like drives others to be that way as well so I think yes. that's why I just really that's a good pick mine is gonna be uh Jeremy over at Leyline okay a more yes. recent a more recent one mostly because it fulfills uh two things in my bucket which is uh one fundraising and do-gooding and then uh gaming yeah and it I would be—it's crazy if you didn't choose that one. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I uh, I have spent uh, a long time doing podcast stuff, and that was the first time I'm like, okay, seriously, I we need to cut this off short because I'm going to start talking about real nerdy. And we were talking about nerdy things. I mean, you're looking at like building a digital economy to help uh, fund research and things like that's nerdy enough. But I was like, I'm going to go into the weeds on some nerd video games. <laughs> And he was all about it. I think oh, I have, yeah. Yeah. he was like, "Let's talk about this." I most likely to have another episode, definitely them. And I'm and I'm. It's ironically, I'm just getting into uh, their their product launch. They're actually first. Uh, I'm a beta tester, and I'm the kind of the front end of this thing. It's fascinating. I don't know anything that they're talking about. I'm on their like their Discord app chat, and I don't oh. know. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm learning an entirely different language. So I can speak nerd. It's like speaking dwarvish in my Dungeons and Dragons group. Now, but look how fun. But now when they're chatting, you're like, oh, I know what that means. You don't yet. Oh, okay. Well, you'll learn. Uh, So that's good. All right. So favorite, I like those favorite, uh, favorite episodes from this year. Uh, I would like to ask you what your favorite um, fundraising event, your favorite virtual fundraising event, since we haven't been able to have in-person events because of the Rona, what has been your favorite idea that has popped up in the virtual world? Since we've worked on like a thousand events. Yeah. Um, What's been entertaining, according to you, your brain? 
Because it's like a thought. Here's the thing that it, we've had to get real creative. Like most people have been like super creative. I'll give you mine. Yeah, you go you first. Think. I'll think. So I thought about this. And I've not seen it done in the area in which we work, but I, I saw it done in uh, in the Twin Cities where you as an organization, you sell a ticket and you get food delivered to your guests while they watch you online. That seems like a good thing, right? right. I've seen charcuterie boards and dessert trays and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, cocktails is now mm -hmm. something that's really cool. Um, but I'd never seen this, which is you get dinner delivered to you. But on the onset of the event, you actually watch a video of the chef who did the cooking of the food that you're about to eat. It's like a food network, sort yeah. of like insider, uh, I'm going to watch how it was made. And then I get to open up my box and then I get to go eat what the person just, it's like a, it was a very cool concept. Very interesting. I've not seen that. I, yeah, yeah, I have not seen that. I would pay a lot of money for that. Same. That's really cool. Also, because I can't cook. So you might as well do it with a chef that you can watch. This, yes. That's super cool. Well, and, and since I, I, I like cooking a lot, I would learn a lot. And I feel like mm -hmm. that would be a cool thing to add to your uh, your virtual event. That, that was one of the coolest things I've seen. I, I need more of this. So if you're a, if you're a nonprofit, you're listening. I want more of that. If you do that, invite me and I will go. That's an open <laughs> invitation. That's an open invitation to send us food and I will go and we will buy a ticket. I love that. That mm -hmm. is awesome. I, I think the first thing, I'm going to go with the first thing that popped into my head because I was like, well, wait, I'll think about it while you share. But I keep going back to this because it's yeah. similar. I think um, the we just recently did it as well. Um, I really think it's cool to do the cocktail parties mm -hmm. where you, yeah. we did it with Bell Bank. They had their, their um, meeting mm -hmm. and on top of the meeting, because it was at the end of the, uh, the holiday season, they did our cocktail party with proof. And, you know, they all got the supplies, the cocktail. And then Lexi over at proof um, was the bartender and actually like made it with them. Yeah. I just think that it was so fun to uh, to watch and just like even be there and experience because again with like the chef thing, this is kind of something that's still very new. Um, and I, I mean, but besides Bell Bank, I mean, we I haven't really seen that done outside of um, us. So I just think that's that was really cool. A nice little add in for your happy hour. I like I like the history because like yeah. like. Here's a, here's here's how we use potatoes. And here's how we use corn and grain. And this right. is the difference between the two. And this is what the still is. I'm like, I can't keep up with that either. Right. And how they only use the hearts. I was like, what does that even like? I just did not even know there was like things in vodka you didn't want. I think that what, that has made virtual events this year so unique and interesting is they have come up with so many cool and unique ways to educate while entertain. And it's I think that has been so. Um, necessary because you can't have a boring no. oh my god you and i've sat on a number of these things where we are like you cannot just have zoom calls no. anymore no. like you gotta even just like month monthly annual meeting zoom calls like you gotta spice them up yes you know what i'm saying it's not just like you can't just have zoom calls anymore we say this a lot where uh everyone has the attention span of nats and you need to entertain them. So you got to be really short in your stuff. And uh, 
And now when we are on calls where there is nobody who is thinking about the audience member who's actually stepping up and watching this thing, you and I both look at each other like, what have we gotten ourselves into and can we get off as quickly as possible? Because it's terrible. Yeah. We're jaded because we do this a lot, but like so still. Up with a chef or some cocktail. Yeah. Start drinking. Third meetings at 11. Start drinking. That's the best of the story. Um, okay. My third and my third and final question, because we'll keep these lists short because everybody else says like a hundred oh, top 100 things you did in 2020. I have three. That's how that's we have the attention span of Nats. Yes. Uh, we demand three. So um this is so this goes to client work that we've done mm -hmm. since the beginning of the year. What is the biggest challenge that you have heard individuals at nonprofits uh, experience this year? What's the what what is the big challenge? How do we fundraise virtually? How do we connect mm -hmm. with donors virtually? Is it and more specifically, because of the times we're in, should we not be asking for money? Oh. That was How many like times have we heard that? the number one thing. And I was like, okay, I understand where you're at, but do you want to survive? Like you have to. And it, I, I 100%, like I said, understood why it was kind of uncomfortable. You know, everybody is like, jobs, everybody is kind of just on edge, especially in the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. But I think what we found was that in this time, people were more giving than ever because yeah. they just wanted to support. So it was, it was interesting to see everyone be like, I don't want to ask for money to be like, I asked for money and they gave me X amount more than I was even asking for. So that was probably the number one challenge that I saw nonprofits facing in 2020. Yeah, and, and how many stories have we heard in the last couple of weeks where our clients or people that we've worked with are raising more money now than we, they've ever raised ever? Yeah. Like in a pandemic and they're raising more money because A, well, they're listening to us, but B, they're actually doing mm -hmm. what you need to do, which is ask. I think it's interesting. My, the biggest challenge that I have watched is the inability to remember what it's like to pick up a phone. Uh, people are terrified of picking up the phone. What the hell is that about? I, uh, either it's the election and they were tired, like they didn't think people would answer the phone because of like the robocalls or as we just experienced before we hit the record button on this, uh, uh, my warranty is up apparently. And they call oh, the every second day. time. They're very, oh, no. they're very concerned about it, my extended warranty. Um, but it's the picking up of the phone. They either A, have not been picking up phone numbers on what to do, which is what, because they didn't think that was necessary. And then what they're finding is that if they only had phone numbers for information from their donors, they could pick up the phone, but they don't. And they spend an exorbitant amount of time trying to research what that phone number is and then it's wrong and it's whatever. And the organizations that took meticulous data specific to documenting, uh, specifically documenting their phone numbers have had a much easier time uh connecting with their donors and their donors appreciate it because it's not an email which is really interesting because in a pandemic world what is old is new again and what is new is picking up the phone and actually having an actual conversation with another human being that is not reading it in a digital thing it's fascinating to right because everything is digital now everything so like to get a phone call you're like hello <laughs> did you mean to call me <laughs> 
where you're supposed to be. What is that? And and even leaving messages and even actually just just saying thank you on the is making a massive positive impact for your nonprofit. So if you're if you if you're listening to this and you've got several hours left in the year, pick up the phone. And if you're starting off 2021, one of the best things I can recommend to you is pick up the phone. How was 2020 for you? What kind of goals do you have for 2021? How can I help, uh, you know, make your 2021 even brighter? Well, first of all, I'll say thanks, but that, like that is something that is becoming a lot more intimate than it used to be. And uh, instead of a private message or a text message, people are picking up the phone and it is working. Love that. I love it. So our advice for 2021, pick up the phone, yep. ask for money, add booze and food to your event. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, we did it. Success. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, we made it through 2020 uh, for the official Do Good Better podcast. Uh, first of all, can't thank everybody enough for listening. We peaked in the top 10 uh, so far on uh, nonprofit podcasts in on Apple, iTunes. We were top three in South Africa. Woo! So, hey, South African friends, thanks for listening to the official Do Good Better podcast. Uh, and we're, we're, we're now climbing in Canada and we're like, we couldn't do it without people who were downloading and listening to our show yeah. and, uh, and, and just are super grateful that, uh, a, you like listening to our, uh, droney little voices. Uh, but we have come out to you with some really cool guests and some really cool ideas. And, uh, so we want to celebrate the end of 2021. We did it. We did it. I feel like everybody needs to like, just scream Ugh. that we. The worst thing, the worst uh, is uh, if 2021 says, hey, I'll hold my beer. If I hear that, mm. nope. no, we're going to go. We're good. Uh, hey, so we'll see you in 2021 on the official Do Good Better podcast. Talk to you soon. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.